you're listening to the Align and Expand podcast. Join your host, Lauren Runyon, in conversations that will inspire you to intentionally create a life you love. Hello, everybody. How are you? Welcome to episode 54. I'm your host, Lauren Runyon. Welcome to the podcast if you're brand new. If you are a returning listener, thank you. Thank you so much for being here again. And I do want to take a moment just to say thank you to every single one of you who have taken the time recently in the past ever to rate the podcast and or taking a screenshot of you listening to the podcast and sharing it with your audience on Instagram. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. And so I just wanted to take an extra moment of this episode to say thank you again for supporting the podcast, for helping spread the word so that more people can come and take a listen and learn and benefit from everything that all of our guest experts have to say. And I can't wait for you to listen to this episode today. I hope that even if you are not new to essential oils, you find the information that we talk about on here uh, relevant to you because I have been using essential oils for a while But there were still things that I didn't know, like how to clean my diffuser or why my diffuser smells sometimes. (laughs) But more importantly, we are talking about how to use essential oils to support your mood. And this is a really important topic to me because I realized how essential, essential oils are for me in my wellness journey. And I honestly, I don't know that I've shared so much that I I really hate the word self-care. And maybe one day I'll talk about it. Maybe you can let me know if that's something you'd like to hear my opinion on. I hate the word self-care. But if we have to use it, then I think it's essential that we understand. I keep using the word essential. (laughs) That we understand that it doesn't have to be this gigantic to-do list. It doesn't have to be this thing that looks perfect. It doesn't have to be... Your wellness journey and how you take care of yourself does not have to be picture perfect Instagram branded experience. It can be as simple as diffusing essential oils that help you feel better. And we talk about how the essential oils actually work. It's very different than just diffusing or lighting a candle and having the scent. Yes, it's amazing to have a smell that makes you feel good in your house. But it's not the same. And so since you know that I love the power of things that really work with your brain, this is why we're talking about this day because essential oils actually work on your brain. It's not just this, it's not just an experience of lighting a candle and having a scent. It's something deeper than that. So I'm very excited for you guys to learn about many different essential oils to help with things like stress, sleeping, anxiety, wanting to feel more motivated to work out, just needing to chill. You guys are going to hear about everything that you need to know to get started or to just learn a couple extra things to support you in your essential oil journey. And especially if you're brand new, I, you know, we talk about how, do, how does someone get started really quickly? What are the you know top three or top two essential oils for you to grab when you're just getting started? And you don't, it seems overwhelming because there's like 3 billion different types out there. A little bit more about Linda. Linda Bull is a wife, mom, child, and family therapist, and she is a wellness warrior passionate about helping moms and families stress less and make simple lifestyle changes to enhance their health and wellness. She began using essential oils 
in her own family eight years ago and found them to be so beneficial that she became a brand partner with Young Living Essential Oils. She started her own business to teach other families how to decrease toxins in their homes and use essential oils to manage stress, mood, sleep, anxiety, focus, and more. Linda offers monthly essential oil classes and events as well as one-to-one coaching. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Please tag me in on Instagram. Just take a screenshot of you listening. Tag me in at lauren.runyon. Let me know what you love. Let me know what essential oil you buy after listening. And just know um, that you will hear, you know, what's where's the best place to buy them, what to be looking out for. Are there things that, you know, some or that's not even some, all essential oils are not created equally. And I know that probably people who get started on their journey are like, oh, I'll just pick some up at the grocery store, order some off Amazon. It's important to learn about the essential oils that you're using and to make sure that you're buying quality things before you're, because they work on your brain and because some people may be putting them on their skin and it, it you know, your skin's your biggest organ and it is absorbed right in. We want to make sure that we're doing some quality things here. So I hope you love this episode and here we go. Hi, Linda. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Lauren. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this. I love essential oils, so really excited to hear from you because I consider you an an expert on them. (laughs) I I love essential oils too, so I'm excited to talk (laughs) about them. Very excited. You're like on a whole nother level. (laughs) Well, it's been a while. I've been doing it for a while, so yeah. Perfect. So I'd love to start with just having you share with the audience how you got into essential oils. Yeah. Because I think that's so I I feel like, don't you think maybe in your experience, people who get into essential oils, it's because something happened, you know, like usually there's a triggering event that makes you be like, I'm in, like, this isn't for me. (laughs) I I think anytime you get into something that's not the, the mainstream, it's because something has happened in your life. And that for sure, you know, our family... Um, it's been about eight years. Our family was really sick. We had a lot of health issues. My kids had a lot of immune system issues and we tried so many things. Um, we even tried oils at one point, but um, we hadn't tried, you know, there's different qualities, obviously, and we hadn't tried the highest of the qualities. So um, a friend was like, I think you should try these. I think this will help you. And I was like, eh, you know, been there, but I did it. And we saw some really good results and we just started um, over and over again, having really good results in a variety of things, especially for like mood and emotion and, and stress. So that was it. Like pretty immediately, we just started becoming big fans and just swapped out a lot of things in our life for oils. So. Yeah. And what do you do with them now? Like how, how do you work with oils yeah. and how do you promote them? And yeah. So first of all, we use them in our family. Like, like I oil up every day. I have my diffusers going every day. We, um, it is a part of our lifestyle. So I think that's really important. It's not something that we just use when there's a crisis. It's just something we do every day as part of our routine and our regimen. And then I, um, teach classes. I do some one-on-one, um, coaching to support people and how to make changes in their life to incorporate oils, how to use them to manage stress, mood, sleep, you know, all the things. So, um, and then I run a couple of groups on Facebook as well, where people can jump in and and learn as well. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, my kid is screaming upstairs. Hopefully no one else can hear that, but me. (laughs) You're good. (laughs) Good. All right. So, um, I, you know, just to share a little bit about my story and my backstory with uh, essential oils is I, I mean, obviously off and on my entire life have, you know, especially since like getting into yoga when I was really young, like have always dabbled in the essential oils. And then it was kind of like, I, 
for I had a period of time where I had um, PMDD and it was so intense. Like it was so intense and I was desperate to find anything. And it was actually during the time that I was pregnant and breastfeeding. And so I was desperate to find anything because prior to that I was using Prozac. Um, and even like as, as healthy as I am and as natural as I am, I couldn't find anything natural that was helping me deal with it. And so I had to stop the Prozac and I had to I was pregnant and then I was breastfeeding and I didn't want to take it when I was breastfeeding. So I was seriously desperate and I started using essential oils and I had this month that went really well. And I was like, whoa, what was different? What did I do? And then I had, no, I don't even think I realized it. I had a month where I didn't, I didn't do well. And I'm like, what's different about this month? And I didn't use oils. And I'm like, well, those are now in like always. They at least have to be diffusing like a certain part of my month. I love that you said that because that's usually, I think a lot of times what people experience when they, when they use it and then don't use it, they notice it's missing, right? It's not always Mm -hmm. such a dramatic, like sometimes it's an aha moment, but sometimes it's just, wow, something's different. And it's the lack of, we saw that with my son so many times when he would not use an oil for mood support and when he wasn't using it, you know, drastic changes. So that's yeah. amazing. So let's start with like, what is an essential oil? If anyone isn't familiar with them or has probably heard people talk about them and has never like dove into what it actually is, yeah. what is an essential oil? And really how does it, it's different than just like lighting a candle. I know a candle can make you feel really moody and be like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> There's a different thing that happens with them. So I'd love to dive into that. Yeah. So the thing I think that people misunderstand is that Essential oils are not fragrant. So you, so a lot of the oils you might get at the store are probably more similar to what you would get in a candle, which is just s- fragrance. And it might have a component of mm. essential oil to it, but it's mostly synthetic and it's not going to have the same properties that um, true essential oils have because what they come from the plants compounds, right? So they're, they're extracted from plants either through um, steam distillation through cold pressing, like a lemon rind, you know, you cold press the lemon rind and the the oil comes out of there or from even tapping. A lot of the tree oils we get from tapping. And so they're a little bit thicker, sort of like a maple syrup. And um, what, what ends up happening is we end up with these metabolites from the plant and the plant uses them for defense mechanisms, right? It uses them for disease prevention, for predator um, repellent, for pollination, all those different things. And so when we use them, um, those essential oils after they're distilled, and we can use them, we can use them um, also to thrive in the way that the plant does. So it can allow us to, um, you know, it's not like necessary for survival. We, we won't, it's not like we'll die if we don't have essential oils and same thing with the plant, but we can thrive. Our, our health can improve, our sleep can improve, our stress can improve. And obviously those things help us, you know, thrive as humans. So, so did I, did I answer that? Or did you want me to go into a little bit about how they work? No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can go into how they work, but also just to add on, as you were talking, if we can kind of talk about how you use them, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just like, like you're saying, you talked about fragrance and this is kind of what, what triggered it is it's not just a fragrance. Like you can, there's multiple ways that you can use them besides just diffusing. So uh, that may take us really off topic. But <laughs> yeah, no. So the way that they work is, um, and and I think it's, I want to clarify, different brands of oils have different, so, and different, like there's the French philosophy and the German philosophy. So there's a couple of different philosophies within um, aromatherapy, but everybody agrees that you can use aromatherapy, which is inhaling the oils and breathing them in. So diffusing or um, a lot of times I'll just put them on my hands, rub them together. 
you know, and cup and breathe. It's just getting them into your body. Um, and they're so tiny. The molecules of the oils are so tiny. So if you took olive oil and you poured a drop on your hand, it would kind of sit there. It might be a little greasy for a little bit. It would take some time to absorb. When you put a drop of pure essential oil on your hand, it absorbs almost immediately because the, the molecules are so tiny. So it gets within the body really quickly. And so that I think is where, where the power lies is how tiny they are and how quickly it can get through your system. So the, the biggest effect I think people have is through the limbic system. You know, our brain has this emotion center. And when we breathe in oils, it, those molecules travel right to that center. And that is where you can have those calming effects. You can have those uplifting effects, the, the support for mood. Um, and, and they're really tied to your emotions. So there's a whole range of oils that can benefit a whole range of emotions. The other way that you can use them is topically. Um, so like peppermint, for instance, is an oil that has a menthol type, you know, characteristic to it. So when you apply peppermint on your skin, it's going to be menthol-y, it's going to be soothing. And so a lot of times for relief or tension, um, you can throw peppermint on and get that response. So every oil kind of has a characteristic that is based on those chemical constituents that come from the plant. And that's how you can kind of use them for different things to support the body. So. And can you ingest them as well? You can. I, some oils. So some brands, um, and they're specifically labeled for ingestion. Most brands are not. And here's the, the difference is really coming down to quality control and other things like, um, you know, certain companies use certain practices. Um, maybe they don't use fertilizers. They use oils and plants as their um, pest repellent, or they don't use weed killer. They use, you know, like animals to, to eat the weeds and hand weeding. So all of those things contribute, but you also want to get a really high quality plant. They're not all safe for ingestion. So make sure you're using a brand that's really high quality, that's properly labeled for ingestion. And you definitely can. Um, we use oils in our water um, to support wellness, like lemon oil, for instance. If you think about the use of lemon in general and how great it is for cleansing and how good it is for our cells, putting lemon oil in your water every day is a great practice. Um, some of the oils are really good for immune support. So you can take them in a capsule and take them that way. Or we even bake with them. Like, you know, I've made peppermint brownies so many times in our house because it's just great flavor and, um, you know, you get a little benefit of the oil too. So. Yeah, I love that. And I think that I definitely want to touch on like the safety a little bit later. I know that um, there there's a lot of safety things that we need to consider, even just some of the things like you don't want to, I don't want anyone to listen to this and be like, oh, I'm going to throw all these on my skin just like without, you know, there's practices oh, yeah. that people need to be aware of when it comes to the safety of essential oils, because they are so you, if you use something that's high quality, so pure, you know, if you buy something from Amazon, it might not be the same purity <laughs> when you're putting it on your skin. <laughs> but I think either direction, if you get something from Amazon, you might be getting a chemical added to the oil that might not be safe for your skin. And, and a lot of times you'll see, um, and I've gone to the store to buy an oil or look at an oil and it will say right on there, not for use on skin, diffuse only, you know, so it's very clear. Mm -hmm. um, so I think you have to, you have to know the company that you're purchasing the oils from. You have to know the oil that you're using because some oils, for instance, um, citrus oils can be photosynthetic. So you put it on your skin and then you stand out in the sun and your skin's going to burn, right? Like if you remember, mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember, but I used to put lemon juice in my hair. 
to get the highlights, you know, and you'd sit out in the sun with the lemon juice and it would make your hair turn blonde. Well, that is that effect, sun and the lemon together, you know. So you definitely want to, there's definitely some safety rules, I guess. Yeah, that's interesting. And so then how you talked a lot about the mood and that's what I really want to get into is how we can help everyone listening support their mood, whether it be something like calming down or maybe they need to perk up or um, like go to sleep. I'd love to dive into whatever you want to share, however you want to share it um, when it comes to essential oils that can help us with our mood and really just functioning at a high level or vibration that way, you know, for that part of our health. Yeah, I, I love that you added vibration because I think that's the other thing that that I didn't talk about, that oils have a frequency. And so, you know, a lot of them have operated at a very high frequency, which means when you're using them, it raises your frequency and your vibration, which I think is is one of the ways that it can help support mood and support wellness in general. When we're operating at a higher vibration, we are operating at a higher wellness level too. You know, that goes the same for food. If you're eating food that's low vibration food, like junk food, you're going to operate at a lower level. And so um, in general, just for wellness, I think applying oils regularly and using them regularly can just contribute to overall wellness. And then you can get into more specific needs, um, such as stress. You know, stress is a big one. I think a lot of people, especially these days, have a lot of stress. And that's, I think, the number one thing I hear from people as a therapist. I'm a therapist also, so I get a lot of, um, I have a lot of conversations with people about mental health and stress is is the biggest factor in people's lives. And I think it also contributes to our, our wellness in general. So um, I love diffusing first thing in the morning to set the tone for the day. And we try to, in the morning, use oils that are going to Um, create a like kind of a mood, a positive mood, a positive energy um, that are bright, uh, like a citrus, orange, lemon, even lavender. Lavender is a very calming oil and it it can be so great for relaxing and calming down, but it's like the Swiss knife of oils because you can use it for all the things. So you can also use it for mood and to calm the nervous system and kind of set your tone for the day. So, um, and then for just basic stress management, I think keeping some oils like um, lavender's one, I think, um, let me see, I've got a list here so I don't forget. Uh, Oh, bergamot is another one of my favorites. Bergamot is a citrus Mm. oil and it is so great for stress. Um, Such a great um, combination with lavender too, the two of them together. And then um, a lot of the tree oils, so cedarwood, cypress, spruce, those can be very good for stress too. I heard an interesting thing that animals in the forest, they, they like to go under trees when they sleep. And part of that's for warmth, but it's also very, the aroma from, from the trees is very sedating and calming for them as well. So that comes from those same things that we're getting from the oils. So I thought that was a really cool fact. Um, so you can take oils like lavender and bergamot and you can make a roller, um, get like a five or 10 milliliter roller. I we get them on Amazon, a glass roller, and you put five to 10 drops in there of the oils you want, fill it up with some carrier oil. So a carrier oil would be grapeseed, coconut oil, olive oil, and that just helps the oil spread, you know, as you're rolling it on and absorb into your skin. Because like I said earlier, they absorb really quickly. So this kind of slows that absorption down and makes it last a little longer. So you can make that roller and and roll it on, you know, your neck, your wrists. I like to put it on the back of my neck by the brainstem. Um, and that is one way you can kind of keep that oil 
in your system a little bit longer and then also diffusing it. So for stress, one of the main ways I like to diffuse is to diffuse it on my body. So as opposed to running it in my house, I will put it in my hair. Your hair is a great diffuser because mm. it stays in there, right? It, it, and it's an all day long, you're inhaling that aroma. I also really like um, diffuser bracelets. I have one on here. These are like lava stones and you can put the oil, they're very porous. So you can put the oil right on there and then you're, you're constantly getting the, um, the oil, you're breathing that in, which I think for stress management is really important because it's not one of those things that's one and done. It's ongoing. And so you want to keep getting, you know, breathing that in and inhaling it. So um, I can keep going about all the things. So if you have questions. Let me ask a couple want... questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me hop in. Okay. Can you overdo using the roller? So say someone's like, okay, I love this idea. I've got a lot of stress and I want to put some oil, oils into my roller. Can you overdo the roller? Like, is there a certain amount of, can you do too much essential oils? I'm yes. sure this applies to yes. all the moods, but can you do too many? I don't think you're going to do too many and cause, so, so here's how it works. We're, everybody's different. Someone can take Benadryl and stay awake all night and the other person can take Benadryl and be asleep in seconds, right? How our body responds to different things. Um, so you kind of have to, I always recommend going low and slow to begin. You don't need a lot to start and you don't need a lot in general, really like a roller that is a, a 10 ml, I usually put 10 drops of oil in and that will last me several weeks. So um, if, if I was having a really stressful week and I rolled that oil on me all day, it wouldn't cause me any damage. If you're super sensitive and your skin's super sensitive, you know, you got to be aware of that. Like my son, for instance, is his skin is sensitive to lavender. So he really can't put it on his skin. He has to inhale it. Why? I, I don't know if it's an, it's not an allergy. He's never tested for an allergy, but he's just sensitive to it. So you kind of have to take into account your own personal sensitivities. And obviously, you know, I've had people say I put like 15 to 20 drops in my diffuser and I got a headache. And so yes, 15 to 20 drops in the diffuser will probably give you a headache. That's a lot coming at you, right? So um, I think you can overdo it, but I don't think people have to be so stressed about it that they're like, make sure I put it on only once an hour. I think you can like roll mm -hmm. it as you need it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. And I get to the point where I like, I kind of crave them. I think I've mentioned this to you. Like I start to crave a certain scent or um, we had the kind of conversation about the frequency of the oils and, and some being higher and rose was the highest frequency of oils. And I literally at some point was craving rose not to eat it, but just to smell yeah. it. And I wanted to smell it all the time. And so I ended up putting it in um, like I, I just made my own facial spray. Oh whatever you yeah. Call that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I put it in there and I get to smell it every morning. It's like part of my, I don't, you know, as a busy mom and like, I don't have a lot of morning rituals and all those things, but having my spray that goes on my face and I get a quick spritz of the rose is a part of what I do to take care of myself. So I love those things. Does, what does rose help with since I'm talking about it? Yeah. Rose is a great oil. Rose is very uplifting. It's so good for mood. Um, and th there are several blends that are like, you know, uh, for lack of a better word, happy blends <laughs> that are out there that have rose in them. Um, it's also very calming. It's so good for the skin. Um, so like um, a lot of people will put rose in their face serum, um, rose or geranium, those, those flower oils, all really good for the skin. And it just smells really good. If you don't like rose, like roses. I was never a fan of the smell of roses. 
it doesn't smell to me like roses. It's a very beautiful smell. And um, I never thought I would like it. And then one day I, I got the oil. It is a, it's usually a little more of an expensive oil because obviously if you think about roses, they are more expensive. They are more valuable. It takes a lot of rose petals to create a bottle of rose oil actually too. So, um, and when I smelled it, I was like, wow, this is not at all what I thought it was going to be. And it, I felt the same way as you did. I wanted it all the time. And so I, I made a <laughs> roller for myself and was using it that way to, to just keep breathing it in, you know? Yeah. It is an expensive one. I'll be bummed when it's out. Cause I'll, yeah. It takes a lot to trigger, you know, pull that trigger on that one. Yeah. So you mentioned mood and you talked about it being good for mood. What are, what's like the next thing you think is important to talk about? We talked about some stress oils. What would be, when you're saying mood, do you just mean like a general boost in mood or? Yeah. I mean, I think it, a lot of people will use essential oils for, to, you know, if they're struggling with depression, um, because like you said, you know, you didn't want to be on the medication. And there's many reasons why people don't want to be on medication. And that's not to say this is not treatment. We're not talking about treatment. We're talking about ways right. to support your body in different ways. Um, and I think the fact that the oils can go right to that limbic system and uplift you that way can be really powerful. So um, I always recommend people, even if you are using medication, whatever you're using, you oils can complement that and they can be very supportive. Um, I think energy is another one. A lot of times we are, especially this time of year in our house, we're very low energy. We're like barely wanting to get out of bed. We want to just stay in our covers, pajamas, do nothing. And so I have been diffusing peppermint and lemon and citrus and, you know, everything that's like lifting us and helping us feel energy and, and kind of have a little bit of motivation. So um, I think that's another great way you can use it you know, to get through a workout. Uh, if you're trying to exercise and you want to increase your stamina or um, improve even your respiratory during, during a workout, there's some great oils like eucalyptus that can be really great for that, which eucalyptus is another really good one. It's, it is great for energy and just general wellness. So that's another one we use all the time in our house for, for lots of things. What What's one that you can do that is like when someone doesn't want to work out, like you mentioned it, you know, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, I can't make myself work out. What could they put in the diffuser and they, you know, maybe I just think, move their body a little bit and be like, yeah, well, peppermint and lemon together is a great Ooh, together. booster. Yeah. They're a great combo. They smell good. Um, peppermint can really get you moving because it's just, it's so uplifting if you, you know, it just creates that feeling and um, lemon has that, that constituent that kind of, you know, increases your happiness level. And so if you're feeling good and you're having energy and you're feeling happy, you're going to be more likely to, to go to your workout. I think. What's the next like emotion or mood you think we should talk about? Um, let's see, we talked about happy. So I think, you know, the other thing we didn't talk about really was anxiety as much. Stress is one thing, but anxiety kind of is, you know, a little bit more extreme than, than the average person dealing with stress. And, um, so you can use the same oils a lot. That's, this is what's so interesting. A lot of these oils you can use for many different things and they will work, you know, even though you used it for stress, it can also support you for anxiety. And, um, but I do really like uh, a couple others. I like Ylang Ylang, uh, for anxiety and valerian is another really good one. Um, and chamomile are some that I would add in addition to lavender and the citrus oils. And so um, 
I really like as, again, as a therapist, I really like to combine tools to supporting mental health with oils. So, you know, it's not just using these oils by themselves. It's also applying some affirmations or applying some um, meditation or mindfulness, some kinds of, um, you know, activity that's going to help you manage that anxiety along with the oils. And when you pair those things together, something we didn't talk about when it comes to emotions is um, when two things get paired together, there's a conditioning that happens. And so if you, I, I don't know if you've ever been like driving in the car and a song comes on the radio and it takes you back like in a second to a moment in your life and you have an emotion immediately, you could have an emotion to that. And, and aroma works very much the same. So if you start pairing an oil like lavender with a meditation practice where you feel calm or a gratitude practice where you feel grateful and, and thankful, and you're pairing that over and over again every morning, when you go to smell that lavender and you're not doing that meditation, it's going to bring up that feeling, that pairing happens. And then you can create that mood for yourself or that feeling at times when you need it and you don't have time to meditate and, and do that. So. Yeah, I love that. I'm really glad that you brought it up. And I refer to that as anchoring. And you can anchor with anything. You can anchor with a song. You can anchor with with the scent. And you can anchor with, um, I teach like NLP. And we, we anchor with like touching parts of the body. And I really love that because you can not that we're even talking about this, but like you could, there are essential oils for everything and there's essential oils for abundance. And so you can anchor in the feeling of abundance by diffusing it at the same time as meditating and, you know, for your gratitude and the abundance that's flowing to you. So there are so many ways that you can use it. And that anchoring is really powerful, not just for your mental health, but also for being able to create anything that you want. If you want to be able to create that feeling of confidence or feeling of energy and when you're diffusing that and you have that energy, like you're anchoring that in. And so then every time you do that scent, you're like, oh, I remember I like to dance around when I'm diffusing this or yes. or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. Yeah, no, that's, I just think it's so powerful and so um, underused. It's such a simple concept. If you think about it, you're just, I mean, it's been around forever. When we go back to psychology, the Pavlov experiments with dogs where they mm -hmm. paired two things together, the, the dog feeding the food and the bell ringing, and, and it created an effect over time. And that's basically what we're doing, right? We're just conditioning our brain to see those, those things together. It's just so powerful. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and honestly, you could even re reverse you know, something like say you hear a song and it's not good, you can actually reverse your anchor. So if you have yes. something that's anchored there, there's processes to reverse it. So you could always reassociate a negative anchor with something positive, like an essential oil. So I like yeah. that. And then one of the things that I wanted to add or ask you about, or just hear you talk about my PMDD really, really presented as anxiety. So Clary Sage was, it is huge. Like it is, it has to be diffused seven days before my period starts <laughs> every month. And, and I'll, I'll notice like, what's wrong with me? Why do I feel this in my chest? And I'm like, oh, there's no clary sage diffusing. What are your thoughts on clary sage? Are there other ones that are, you know, similar? Does sage work the same as clary sage? Because clary sage smells really beautiful. Sage yeah. is, you know, it's a little different. They're, they're not the <laughs> it's same. a little earthier. Yeah. yeah, they are not the same at all. Um, clary sage is more floral and sage is more herby, obviously. Um, it's much more herbaceous. So um, and, and you're speaking of clary sage is the number one essential oil that women can use to support hormones. And what I love about clary sage is that you can use it 
for all hormones. So it's not like it does one particular thing. It's more of a balancing of your hormones and um, can actually have really, really positive effects for for, um, regulating cycles and mood around or anxiety around your cycles, PMS. Um, It's a really great one. And um, I also use Clary Sage regularly. It's it's definitely part of my routine um, for supporting my hormones. And I think that's probably why it works so much. The reason you're having those mood changes is because your hormones are being affected. So this is going to work a little different than, let's say, lavender for anxiety, which lavender is calming and sedative. So that's calming your nervous system. Clary Sage is actually working to balance your hormones a little bit. And so that's helping your PMS or your PM, you know, stuff that's going on. So, um, yeah, I'm a big fan and, and it, it does work very different than Sage. So <laughs> you definitely want to stick with the Clary. Sage <laughs> um, other, yeah. you know, the other one that can be, um, let's see, there's another one for hormones. I can't What remember. about frankincense? I know that's oh. a big one for a lot of moods and frankincense is amazing. Frankincense is, uh, again, it's super great for your skin for, um, so I put that in my face serum every day and, and it's great for meditation and mindfulness. So, um, if you, you know, if you think about, you know, not to be religious, but it's, it's in the Bible and written in ways that it was a gift that was given in this very spiritual way for a reason, it's very precious and and considered that way. And a lot of people use it for meditation or prayer and find that it elevates their spiritual experience. So, um, so that's just one piece of it. Then you look at the the skin component of it and how healing it is for the skin. I've had so many times where I've had a cut and put drops of frankincense on it and that's it. And it just like the skin just heals beautifully. Um, and then the third piece is the mood, right? It's, it's again, uplifting. It has sort of a, um, it's, it's not a citrus, but to me, it has that same kind of property that citrus does where it makes you feel that way. And so you can use that oil like I do in my face serum and get three benefits from it, which is pretty amazing to be able to start your day just by putting a face cream on that you normally would with some frankincense and you're getting mood support and skin support and all the things, you know, then I go and meditate and I'm all, you know, Zen and wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Well, what about things that we need to keep in mind when purchasing these oils? So you talked a little bit ago about, you know, um, that everyone has a different practice and it's not the same to buy something from Amazon as it is to buy from, I mean, I know that you, you are um, a young living distributor and so obviously you're going to be partial, but I know that they have fantastic practices. Like there's no, there's no hiding or, you know, beating around the bush around that, but not to say that not everyone else is going to have those, but so what are some things that people should look at? Are there places that people should never buy oils? <laughs> like, yeah, I um, mean, absolutely. I would never buy oils from Amazon. I, I think that the problem with Amazon is this. You don't, even if you're buying, let's say a Young Living oil on Amazon, it is very easy for someone to buy it, to dump half of it out, to put something else in it and then ship it to you. There's no quality control at all. So I really like to buy from the source. So if I'm going to go, and, and I'm not saying Young Living is the end all be all, the only company out there. Um, what, I, what I did is I looked at certain factors. One of the things that I really liked about Young Living is that they own their own farms. So there's no third party involved. So you go, the, they, they, from the time it's a seed to the time that it's shipped to your house, it's in, in the control of, of the company. And I think that's really quite beneficial because you're really controlling a lot of factors that way. 
Um, another thing that I think is really important is there is practices with regard to um, fertilizing. And I mean, like, think about that. You're going to go and put this oil, this precious oil on your body and breathe it in that has been covered in Roundup. That would not be, in my opinion, a good practice for your, for your wellness, right? So how do they weed? You know, I like the idea of hand weeding or the newer thing is to, to, um, there's certain animals, sheep, I think I could be wrong, but that actually only eat the weeds, not the plants. Uh, which is really cool. And then using other forms of pest control. So essential oils themselves can be pest control. We use oils for our like mosquito repellent. We use um, citronella or um, lemongrass and we make blends for that. And they do the same thing. These companies can use their own plants for their pest control as opposed to using a weed killer. So that is also going to improve the quality. Um, And then, you know, I think it really comes down to the sort of the morals and the values of the company. What do they believe in? What do they stand for? What is their mission? You know, is the soil important? Because, you know, if you're growing a plant, the soil has to be important. What's going into it has to be important. It just goes so much further than, you know, just grabbing a plant from wherever um, and, and throwing it in a bottle because we're using these, we're ingesting and breathing in and applying these to our skin, you know, our skin is our biggest organ. And so whatever we put on it is going to go right into our system. Um, and so I think it's so important to, to call, you can call any company. You should be able to call any company and ask certain questions. Tell me about your practices. Where do you get your plants? What happens if you have a bad crop? Do you put that product out or do you scratch that product? You know, I think those are all important things to look at and, and do they add anything else? You know, what is the quality of the oil? Is there any extra things added to it? Or is this 100%? Because even if it's labeled 100%, there's no regulation for it. And there only needs to be a small percentage of actually true essential oil for it to be considered pure. So so it's important to keep that in mind. Labels are sort of misleading in the world of essential oils. So you really have to call the company and ask the right questions to make sure you're getting good, good products. Yeah, those are really good tips. What about it being do do some oils need to be organic? Like, are there some that like you would absolutely buy organic or is that something that isn't necessary, necessarily important as long as they're doing these other practices as far as using yeah. fertilizers? I mean, it may not be organic, but they're not using other things that are detrimental to your health. Yeah. I, I think the practices are most important and sometimes these practices are better than organic because, or just because something's organic I mean, you can, organic products still do have problems and they still do have things that aren't great. You know, I mean, you can buy organic sugar and if you eat a ton of organic sugar, that's not any better for you, right? So it's not, organic itself doesn't mean it's like superior. I think you have to look at just the big picture of everything and make sure all the things about it are going to be in line with your own, I think also with your own beliefs about things and your own, you know, goals for your wellness too. Yeah, for sure. What about what about some other ways that you use them? So, because I know that you use them all the time, I use them in cleaning. I know you use them in cleaning, but I know you use them like probably more than I do. Like, how does someone like? I know that you 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 help people with toxin free living. So, what would yeah. be if somebody gets done listening to this and they're like, okay, I want to try and do this. I want to add this to my routine. What are like three things that you would encourage them to do with essential oils, and what maybe 
one to three oils would you have them start with if they're brand new? Yeah, I really, I think you can pick, you know, maybe a wellness goal, like improve my sleep. Sleep is a big one for people. And I think oils can be very helpful for sleep. Lavender and cedarwood are a great combination. So you could just start with something simple. I think the best way to start is get a diffuser and get some lavender. Lavender is so good for so many things and, you know, and maybe a citrus oil. So you've got one uplifting and one calming oil. Um, and you can just start diffusing, diffuse citrus in the morning and lavender at night. It's, it can be very simple. It doesn't have to be very complicated, um, for, for people who want to go full force and like, just, I'm, you know, some people just want to jump in and like, give me all the oils and let's go. There are, you know, bundles you can purchase where you can get multiple oils at one time and do that. Um, but I think for people who just want to baby step it, diffusers is definitely number one. I think it's the easiest way excuse me, to incorporate oils into your life um, in a very simple way. As far as like cleaning, I think that's another way. Um, I'm really big on reducing the toxic burden. Um, if you think about, I always think about our, our bodies kind of like a rain barrel. And if your rain barrel was full to the top with water and it started raining, it would overflow unless you have some kind of spout that's releasing the water at times. And so our bodies get really overburdened with toxins. Our world has a lot, you know, things that are out of our control. When you step into a, a store and you go in their bathroom and they have an air freshener or, you know, somebody's in your neighborhood has sprayed chemicals on their lawn. It like you can't prevent those those toxins and we take them in and our liver has to process them. And so our goal as a family was to lower that burden so that we could absorb whatever we came across outside of our home. And so mm. things like, like we replaced candles with diffusers because most of the time candles are made with fragrance, not good quality essential oils. Um, and candles have other issues that I'm not going to go into today, but you can look it up and look and see, you know, what, what, please do, go, please look yeah, it up, look it up. Cause yeah. yeah, there are some negative things about that, but, um, I think you can make a simple household cleaner you know, the company I work with has a cleaner that's made with essential oils. And so that's what we choose to use because we do love it. Um, but you, there are recipes out there and I make, I did make my, my cleaners for a long time. It's not complicated. You can make a simple cleaner with some vinegar and some lemon essential oil and start there. That can be a very easy thing to do or, um, a little sink scrub. We just use baking soda and like a little Castile soap and some lemon oil and scrub the tub. It's all you need. It's so easy, yeah. right? And so you can do some basic things. And I think the other one that could be very easy would be like a hand soap. You could even buy an unscented foaming hand soap that has like very clean ingredients and add whatever scent you want and make it a scented soap. So you don't have to go to a store that sells all the fun scents that have all the toxins in them. You can, you can enjoy it and, and do that as well. What's your favorite essential oil? Let's end with that. What's your, your mm -hmm. all-time favorite one? <laughs> I, that's so hard for me to answer. There's a blend, the, the one that is my, my aha moment and the oil that I use is actually a blend that is made by the, the company that I work with, um, Young Living. It's, it's called Valor and it's just a blend. It has uh, blue tansy and it has tangerine and a couple others in it. And what happened, that's an oil that I started using like when my kids were having all their health issues. And a lot of those oils are oils that will give you kind of strength and courage um, which is why it's called Valor, right? It gives you that courage. And so I use that probably um, like four times a day to get through this really hard thing that we were going through. And that 
So I kind of have to always go back to that. But truly, frankincense is my my number one. I love frankincense. I just think it's a beautiful smell. It has so many great uses. And yeah, I love it. What about you? Do you have a favorite? One thing in the... Uh, Clary Sage is up there. It, it's probably my favorite. But, you know, like I... Clary Sage is my favorite. I don't know. Something about it is just like, it's not too much. It's like really perfect, but it's probably because of the effect it has on my mood, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's though. anchored in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's really anchored in there. Um, I, you know, I really, the thing is, I really want to love, like, I'm not going to say this right, but the ylang ylang, I really want to love that. I really want to love frankincense, but they're not my favorite scent, Yeah. And but I really want to use them all the time because I know they have amazing benefits. So I, I have all kinds and I try and yeah, yeah, for sure. But then I try like this crazy blend and then it'll smell. So I ha- actually, I just thought of two questions. Yeah. So um, my first question is, I'm going to say them both because I'll forget. And then it's your responsibility. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, diffuser. So I yeah. you know someone asked me because they know that I do it. They're like, what's a good diffuser? Well, I mean, finding a good, good diffuser, and I know probably um, that's kind of, it's not easy to do over the counter, over yeah. like, not with like spending a bazillion dollars. I finally got one off Amazon that I really like, but yeah. I've had some from Amazon that are garbage. Like, do you have tips on that? And then also what about when your diffuser starts to smell kind of like old water? I have one that constantly smells like old water and I cannot get the smell to go away. Yeah. So here's the, f- I'm going to go to the cleaning first of the diffuser. Cause I think, um, it's really important that you clean your diffuser and I'm not great about it, to be honest with you, just because I just keep putting oils in it and I never <laughs> end up cleaning it. But cleaning is You're really You're like, oh, important. it's slimy. Maybe I should clean yeah, it now. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's time. But I think you can, if you get in the habit of cleaning your diffuser and using rubbing alcohol to um, just let it sit in there, and that can be very effective to help with the smell. Um, I, don't, I don't really have that issue. We, you know, I think... As far as the brand of diffuser, if you're using a high quality oil, you have to remember that things like lemon or um, some of the um, citrus oils are going to break down plastics or styrofoams or, or those kinds of things because they're designed to cleanse toxins, right? So if you think about it, like if you put lemon oil in a, in a cheap plastic bottle, it's going to degrade the plastic. And a lot of diffusers are made with cheap plastic. And so you're putting a high quality oil and you're leaking plastic. So yeah, if, um, if you think about the way it works, you know, citruses um, can break down, they're, they're designed to cleanse your body or cleanse your cells or get rid of toxins, lemon oil. That's why they say drink lemon water every day, right? So if you put lemon oil in a cheap plastic bottle, it's going to, it's going to break down those plastics and it's going to leach into the water you're drinking or the diffuser you're diffusing. And so a lot of diffusers are made with cheap plastic. So I think it's really important to make sure you're getting a a really good, um, I would say, I think they call it professional grade plastic or pharmaceutical Mm -hmm. grade plastic. Um, I personally get all my, my diffusers from the company I work with because I trust them and I know the quality of them. And so there are a couple other companies you could do that with the same you just have to be very careful. You have to find out what kind of plastic it is and um, make sure that doesn't happen. So, um, yeah, I know. I just think that it probably, I mean, I just think people who are getting into essential oils are gonna be like, Oh, I'll just grab one off Amazon. And I, I have one right now, but you know, I didn't know about the, the plastic grade. So I'm going to have to go back and look at that. Um, 
it's, it's good as far as diffusing, but I've bought some that are terrible or I've bought, yeah. I've even spent money at like, not necessarily, um, Young Living or what's the other one? doTERRA. doTERRA. Like mm-hmm. I have a doTERRA one. I like it, but it was like really expensive for this teeny tiny thing. Mm-hmm. But then there was another company that I bought them from. I forget the name. Sage Wellness, maybe. It was an expensive diffuser and it mm-hmm. doesn't ever diffuse all the water and it stinks because it sits at the bottom of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Yeah. I mean, I think, I think one is making sure you're dumping and cleaning so you don't get that. The other is just like anything, you're going to get what you pay for most of the time. So I think investing in, in diffusers is worth it. Uh, You know, I mean, I know like Young Living has some diffusers that run from like 60 all the way to $200. Now the ones that are $200 are fancy. They're, they have glass tops, they have Bluetooth speakers, they've got lights. You don't have to do all of that. You can do it very simply, just depends on what you're looking for. You know what I mean? And so you know, I think you just got to remember. You have one of those, don't you? Don't I have, you have a smaller, fancy I have a, glass one. Yeah. The smaller one. They, they have a bigger one too. I have the smaller one that was a Christmas special that I, I, I treated myself because I was like, I want this. I had <laughs> I some envy it. when I saw it. Yeah. I, when I saw it, I'm like, I want that. And then yeah. I looked, I'm like, okay, maybe not right now. Yeah, <laughs> I know I had, I did, I had some points, you know, saved up that I cashed in for that. But yeah, I think, um, This is like anything, you know, you get what you pay for. Same thing with oils. To me, it is worth, and and oil prices range. Like lemon oil is very inexpensive. Lemons are very inexpensive. Rose oil is expensive. Roses are expensive. So if you look at like what it takes, how much of the product it takes to distill to make the, the oil and how expensive the product is, like frankincense is another one. Frankincense can be very expensive. It, um, the plant, again, from, from Young Living, they, they grow it in the Middle East where it's naturally mm-hmm. going to grow. That makes it a little more expensive because you have to get it from there, right? So all of those things contribute. And I think it's just like anything, you're going to get what you pay for. And when it comes to wellness, I think we have to pay up front or we're going to pay on the other end, you know, with you're right. our health expenses. So that's, you're right. that's our choice. Yeah. Yeah. My husband says that all the time. We'll have that. I'm like, oh my gosh, our grocery bill is so expensive. He's like, well, it's better than paying hospital bills. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I know. I know it's hard, hard to think of that now, but yeah. um, it is true. It is very true. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything with us today. I loved yeah. our conversation. And if anybody wants to go follow along with you, learn more from you about like essential oils or toxin-free living or Maybe they need therapy. <laughs> Where can they find you? The best place is Instagram. I'm pretty active on Instagram. So you can find me there at Bolinda, B-U-L-L Linda. And um, I also have a link in my bio there that can lead you to other places that you can find me and things. Um, sometimes I'll put product recommendations because we use a lot of natural products other than, you know, Young Living and essential oils. I um, am very big on wellness. So I provide a lot of resources that way too. So yeah, find me. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lauren. It was so much fun. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Align and Expand podcast. If you're an iTunes listener and you loved this episode, please leave a review. And if you leave a review, send me a screenshot and then I will be sending you a special exclusive meditation made only for my listeners who are so kind enough to take time out of their day to leave a review of the podcast.